You are now listening to The Harmonious Hustle, where we redefine what it means to be a woman on fire. I'm Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author and success coach for boss babes ready to make bold moves. In this podcast, we'll discuss all things purpose, pleasure, and profits. You should know, I am obsessed with sparking unrealistic upgrades in your life and business. It's my true intention to convince you to say, hell yes, to your wildest dreams. If you and I haven't connected yet, I would love to hear from you. Let's connect on Instagram. And while you're there, be sure to check out my free Money Energetics training series. Scope my page while you're there for other freebies and support. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. All right, so we've changed direction slightly because let's be real. I love talking about showing up shining boldly, unapologetically in our life's calling. And before we even know what our life's calling is, as I've said in a previous episode, we know that we can show up as our best selves. And we've got to be bold about that. We've got to be unapologetic about that because that's a starting point. But I want to share a little bit about why Harmonious Hustle, where that came from, what I'm about, and why I think it's important for you to explore this in your own life, in your own business. You see, when I was starting my business, I was just leaving finance. And in finance, there was this energy of true hustle. Hustle as I've known it to be. Fast. Money first. I don't care how you feel. Like these are things that my my old mentor would literally say is... You know, he was dying with the flu and I remember he came in with, you know, he was on all sorts of Dayquil and like uh, inhalers and all this craziness. But it was like he was earning this badge of honor because he was showing up anyway. And I thought, well, if I want to make a million dollars a year, then I've got to be willing to do that. I thought that doing that was whatever it takes. So then when I shifted into this business of coaching, inspiring, wanting to help people, I remembered a lot of those things. Just get your calls done. Just make your sales. It's a numbers game. A lot of that stuff is true in some ways, but I'm here to to bust some myths. There's a lot of myths about what it means to be successful, what it means to hustle, and I want to show women especially, that we can have a harmonious hustle. So harmony is a highly personal thing. It's alignment, inner alignment, right? We think of something being in harmony. What does that feel like? Feels good, right? Feels nice, feels light, feels expansive, feels high even. But then you think of hustle. What does hustle mean to you? As I said, traditionally, it means something like speed. It has to be fast, but that's not necessarily true. There are times, and this is part of the harmonious hustle, is that we must slow down, let everything go, fall all the way back to catapult forward. We have to be willing to feel what's coming up for us so that we can truly navigate it to dismantle things that are no longer serving us. In the 
traditional way of hustling. It's forget your emotions. Don't be human. I want you just to push through, push through, push through. Hit your numbers. Do what you need to do. But that is not harmonious. If you have limiting beliefs coming up, if you have fear coming up, if you are not right with what you're putting out into the world and you don't believe in it and you're not excited about it, you're going to be doing a lot of grinding, which when I think of grinding, it doesn't feel good. What does the word grinding feel like to you? When you're pushing something that you're not even excited about, you don't feel aligned with, you don't understand your value, your worthiness, you're doing a lot of action and not getting anywhere. It's like trying to swim laps while being attached to the side of the pool. You're going to be doing a lot of splashing, making a lot of noise, but you're not going to get far. So this is why harmony is so important. Another thing I recognized was as a woman who was deeply honoring her spiritual practices. I mean, you, you know me, if you've been watching me for a while, you see the things I like to do, you know, like I would entertain myself by reading Course in Miracles. I would be going to silent retreats. I was going to Agape. All the courses at Agape that called me, I would go to those too. If you don't know what Agape is, it's my spiritual center in Los Angeles. So I was obsessed with these things. My Friday nights, Saturday nights, I would go to sound baths. I would go to breath work. So I loved all these things. But I had this kind of guilt around also wanting to listen to people like Grant Cardone. And I felt like when I was listening to people that were talking about sales techniques and the psychology behind buying, business structures, money mindset, there was like these little, these undercurrents of, I felt out of alignment. I judged myself. The same thing when I was going to teach my first, you know, events where I was leading meditations and things like that. I wanted to wear jeans to some of them. And I remember I feeling like, but this isn't how a spiritual person dresses or spiritual teacher. Like I had all these stories about what it was. And it's because I only had two places to look and kind of compare, at least in my, from my perspective. I was looking at the people that were totally like crushing it in business. They, they lived and breathed for business growth and they got excited about that. And then there was the other end of the spectrum where it was like, love and light to everyone. And I thought, well, I can be in both, but I never felt like I truly belonged in one fully. So I kept finding myself in the middle. And I guess I didn't have the trust in myself about two years ago when conversations would come up in, you know, with women that I knew who were in the spiritual world. They would say things like, Oh, I just feel like when we're in our masculine, we burn out. And you, maybe you need to just take some time off. Maybe you need to have more balance. Like, I was excited. I was on fire. I was obsessed in a way that felt so content and lit up my life. Yet, I had these women that I also valued and loved reminding me that I was kind of doing too much. So internally, there was a conflict. I don't want to be in my masculine. I don't want to be a, a dude that is just showing up in the body of a woman. Like, I didn't, I didn't get it, right? So I, I would have these moments where I would tone myself down. 
I would try to do the things that I thought were spiritually right, the more feminine thing to do. Then I realized they had it wrong. That wasn't true. And maybe it was true for them, but it sure as hell wasn't true for me. I learned that the femininity in my business was me being willing to sit still before I start a project and ask, what's the highest and best vision? What's the highest and best path for this? My femininity in my business looked like me surrendering to whatever God had for me. Come what may. Show me what I need to do here. Show me what I need to see. It also had me listening in the moments where there are mentors who make way more money than I make and that have a lot more success, a lot more followers and all these things, sharing with me what they think is best, but I still knew to get still, to listen, and to obey whatever information came through for me. Because I know that my path is highly unique, just like so, so is yours. It also looked like this, breaking the idea that there's something wrong with taking a rose petal bath at two in the afternoon in between clients. If I need that, I'm going to do that. If I need to take a nap, I'm going to do that. But guess what? I am in that hustle mode when I'm sitting down to do my work. Here's what hustle means to me. Showing up and sharing my gifts with the people that need it. Understanding that there are people out there that have been praying for what I've got. And that it's my job, my duty. There's a mandate on my life for me to say yes to that and for me to get out of the way. And this is why it's so important that us women who are aligning with our soul's work, let go of all of these human-made ideas about what it means to be a spiritual entrepreneur about what it means to be spiritual in general. You are spiritual because you have a spirit. The way that you express it, the way that you are called to express your gifts, the way that you're called to express yourself is highly personal. In fact, you being you, however you feel called to be you at any given time, is the most revolutionary thing that you can do and it's the most needed thing that you can do. Right now, with all that's happening in the world, we're thirsty for truth. We're thirsty for change. Here's my belief, and this is what any harmonious hustler, anyone that identifies as this, you know that it's time to be different. And that by being different, you get to just be yourself. Because there's only one of you. You also know that you deserve to live your best life and that you have been gifted your talents and capability so that you can exchange that, solve problems, help people, and then that exchange is financial abundance coming back to you. You understand that this is not going to be the most comfortable process because like going to the gym or going to yoga and being in a challenging pose, you're being called to grow. So, so this passive idea of spirituality is really what I'm here to say, we've had enough of that. We've had enough of passive spirituality. There are times that are changing. And right now for women, I believe there's a 
tremendous call for rising, for speaking, for being. So is that you? If you want real proof of this, of what's being asked of us collectively and how we are showing up for it, just in the New York Times yesterday, there was an article, a record 117 women won office in America, reshaping America's leadership. Women of all backgrounds, record-breaking. Women are breaking records. Do you think they're doing this by being passive? No, absolutely not. Does that mean that these women aren't spiritual? Hell no. That's why it's so important that we don't fall into the trap of the nonsense that's being put out there about what it means to be a spiritual entrepreneur, about what it means to be a heart-centered entrepreneur. You can be a heart-centered entrepreneur, a heart-centered leader, and still show the hell up all the time for what you've been called to show up for. And when I say all the time, that's something that you really get to choose because there's going to be days that showing up for you is how you show up for your mission. Here's what I mean by that. You know that there's a calling, that there's a there's a purpose. There's something here. Now, you may not even be crystal clear on what that is, but like I said, all you have to know is that when you decide I'm going to show up for myself, I'm devoted to my highest and best. I'm devoted to my potential. I know there's a seed in me and I'm going to water it by putting these different habits into place. I'm going to water it by showing up a different way, by letting go of everything that I feel is not my highest and best. When you start doing that, your path will be illuminated. Trust me. It helps you access different parts of yourself. Every time I want to make a big shift in my life, even now, I start eliminating. I start showing up in a more devoted way for myself. But when you know that there is something here for you, that you're meant for something more, you've got to decide that you are the messenger and the messenger needs cared for. Now here's where a shift in discernment comes in, especially for you harmonious hustlers out there. You understand that there's also patterns, that there's patterns at play. And here's where I love to play. Here's where we lean in on our edges. Here's what I mean. You, as someone who's like, yes, I'm going to show up. I'm setting this intention in place. I'm going to reach this place and I'm going to serve this way. I'm going to create this program. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to get investors, whatever that looks like for you. You have that goal, but you have to understand that there's also subconscious parts of you that are not fully aligned with that yet. So as you step up to do that, to stretch into that next level, there's going to be patterns that say, I can't do anymore. I'm tired. I don't know how. Your body is actually going to have a reaction. There's a whole book on this by Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap. If you haven't read it yet, read it. It's about the upper limiting that happens when we are reaching into a new paradigm. You see, when you're saying that I want to do something big and it's something you've never done before, expect the kickback of your physical and mental, emotional. It's going to happen. So as we become more attuned to what happens during these processes, we don't give up. So here's what happens with me. Back in the days where I was in finance and I was 
with this whole male version of hustle, or let's just call it the old paradigm of hustle. I would try to do what they say. Just show up. Just show up every single day and just do your calls. It doesn't matter how you feel. Forget how you feel. Do the calls. I would have the craziest upper limiting. I remember I had a $10,000 month. It was like $10,600. And it was so amazing. But rather than continue to go and keep making that money, I just totally shut down. I didn't even know. I I thought I went into a depression. And I did it again. The next time I had a big month. So I had this pattern of having a huge month and then totally crashing for a month and then going to absolutely no money, going into hustle mode and then crashing again. I never knew because my teachers were teaching me that you just hustle, you just show up. So what I discovered in my own frustration of being over that and wanting to thrive was that I had to nurture and love on the parts of me that were also scared. So I learned how to be in the hustle, in the momentum, in the fire when it felt good. And then I had to understand that when I was feeling called to back down, that I had to have this level of discernment that to know when I was truly tired, to know when I truly needed to rest, and to know when it was just a pattern, to know when it was just my own bullshit, my own fears. And then also the practices that would help me shift back into where I needed to go. A lot of which are meditation, affirmative prayer, activating meditations, which are the meditations that I teach, which is a combination of breathing patterns that I've learned when I was in India, combined with almost like the science of mind type of affirmations. And you, if you're in a Tony Robbins world, it reminds you of something like, his incantations, right? There's something that happens there when we are speaking truth about ourselves. Michael Beckwith, my teacher, you know, the whole agape world, they have affirmative prayer, but it has a very specific outline of how it's done. But you see, I've just taken what I like and what works from all the different investments and, you know, times away that I've had. And I've learned how to bring this into my own life and I share these practices with my clients and I'm going to share some of them with you here. I'm also going to be bringing on experts and guests and people who are just downright badass at what they do. But you're going to find a theme. While you'll find that some people lean more business and into the hustle and some people lean more into the harmony of things. The commonality is that we're here to do big things. We're here to say yes to what we are being called to do. I don't want you to doubt this. There is a collective consciousness and there's craziness happening right now, especially here in America. I mean, it's, it's outrageous. It's unbelievable at times. And I don't say that we should get out there and keep bitching about what's happening or what's done, but we need to be bold, loud about the change about the transformation. Inner revolutions are what create outer revolutions. We are here to create revolutions. So I'm inviting you to explore this idea. And I'll tell you, Harmonious Hustle 
it's not something that no one's ever done. Because I think of someone like Marianne Williamson, Maya Angelou, Oprah Winfrey. These women, badasses. These women, they have their anchor in their spirit, in their truth, in their faith. And while I don't know any of them personally, it doesn't matter. You look at their work. You look at what they've lived through. You look at their past. And you look at what they're creating in the world, how they're showing up for people, how they've surrendered to their potential. It's profound. It's inspiring. But I know that I want to, my mission is to be the voice for women who want to show up that way who are ready to create a movement, whether you are starting your own business, whether you're a copywriter, whether you're a coach, whether you're network marketing or whether you're a nurse, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, but you just know that there's something here for you. There's something that you're ready to shift into. Don't doubt it. If there's one thing I know that has inspired the hell out of me, and this is why I show up every single day. If you pay attention to anything that I do, for the past three years since I started this business, I have been so committed to showing up, posting every day, creating videos, probably out of the three years, three years and two months now that I've been in business, I have created videos probably all days except like 75 days. Do the math, that's a lot of days. (laughs) That's a lot of videos. But I know that there's things that are coming through me, ideas, messages, reminders, reflections, teachings that are going to help someone. How could I not show up for that? How could I not share? It's not about content creation. It's not about any of those things. It's about helping people. It's about answering, hearing that I'm supposed to be doing these things and just saying yes to it. Doesn't have to be perfect like this podcast. This podcast is unedited. This podcast is for someone that needs to hear it. When I started this podcast as Oh Shift Show, it was because that's what I felt like my brand was at the time. And I didn't want to give it too much thought of, oh my gosh, what should it be? Maybe later my brand's going to change. Maybe later. I'm not going to like it. No one has time for that. If I would have done that, All of the women and even the men that wrote me about their own transformation, their own shifts in consciousness from not only me, but from the people I brought on to share, they wouldn't have received it. How am I going to get in the way of that? Get out of the way, my friends. It's time. Find your harmony. Prioritize your harmony and watch how inspired you are. Happiness and hustle can coexist. And it's when you hustle from the place of purpose, from a place of devotion to your potential. I invite you to join me there. Let's go. And there you have it, my friends. I want to know, what's your favorite takeaway from today's show? I love when you share your highlights from the show. Be sure to tag me when you share so I can give you a proper shout out. If you haven't already, subscribe. And while you're there, rate and review because your feedback, it really means the world to me. Until next time, remember to harmonize your hustle.